Uh, so, Troy, you are going to be taking the lead in this one, so... I am? It's uh, after dinner, so... Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Did I have a script for that last time? I don't remember. Nope. Which is... Just... <laughs> whatever you did was great, though. So just do that again. Oh, I don't remember! <laughs> Rinse and repeat, baby. Rinse and repeat. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our second After Dinner Drinks episode for uh, Bite Size Gaming. Uh, this is this is a more casual uh, podcast, and uh, we just kind of sit back and, and discuss a topic. And today, we're going to keep it classy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to we're going to talk about the classes we love and the classes we hate. And maybe the ones we love to hate. Um. <laughs> so, who? Oh, we've got uh, we've got uh, Zach Goins with us. We've got uh, Jonathan Christian, and we've got Catherine Lindquist. And I am Troy Sandlin. We are going to be your hosts, and just going to kick back and uh, have a nice little discussion. So, who would like to kick this thing off? Uh, I will. Uh, that's fine. All right. What what class do you love? I love the fifth edition bard. Um, yes. There's a couple others that I love. You're dead to me. Oh no no no! See, I knew this was the perfect one to start with because it was going to bring out the worst in everyone. Um, You're dead to me. Yeah. Um, there's other classes that I like a lot, but the bard is that delicious uh, 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 flavor of the utility character, right? Um, I love the characters whose jobs aren't to make the biggest explosion or mm-hmm. to be on the front line and in the center of things. I love the character mm-hmm. who is surveying the field and saying that guy needs help or that guy needs to slow down or that guy needs this, that, and the other, right? Just kind of firing things off. Um, so I love the, I love the bard for that reason. I love that. Um, and I, and I, I lean into that, right? So I think if you love that, then for their utility, then it's pointless to then try to grab a whole bunch of powerful, the most powerful spells that they have, right? So mm. when I build a bard, I build it as a toolkit mm-hmm. um, yep. that the party can use to get out of whatever situation they happen to have stumbled themselves into. So I'm probably playing like the anti-bard bard because my bards are built to get you out of a situation <laughs> instead of into one, right? <laughs> That shouldn't even be called a bard. Yeah. Um, but no, that's... Uh, and I like when bards are at my table, too. Um, because they also interrupt the flow of combat a lot, which in a good way, right? Because they have a lot of reactions. They have a lot of bonus actions. They have a lot of things that keep it from being like, oh, it's your turn. Now it's my turn. Then it's your turn. Now it's my turn. And instead, we have this, like... Well, like you were talking, Troy, with your um, with your Greyhawk initiative before right where mm-hmm. i love that bards can kind of jump in in the middle of something and upset this this flow that the that we've got going on yeah that's just fantastic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> dripping with sarcasm Troy, dripping. With, yeah Troy, i, I feel like you have strong opinions in the opposite line I, here I do, but mm-hmm. right now we're talking about the ones that we love. So, <laughs> so circle Catherine, back on that one. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to do a hard circle back on that one. Uh, Catherine, yeah. what class do you love to play or to have at your table? Whatever. 
gosh. Um, man. <laughs> so first off, I haven't had the opportunity to play all the main classes yet. So my opinion may or may not be broadened uh, even very shortly. But for now, uh, <laughs> um, I would say that my main... my. My favorite to play was a bard up until I played a cleric, and now I love clerics, and I never mm. want to play anything besides a cleric. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and and that's because I um I am I if if it hasn't been apparent already, I am a pretty heavy role play leaning player and clerics uh with their relationship with their gods and their uh specific domains and you know how how each god feels about this or that concept is a really good uh easy way to immediately jump in to have multi-layered role play even mm -hmm. with characters that you barely know oh yeah um and it's a fun challenge for me to try to be like how do I play a cleric that is definitively a cleric, but not just a stereotype? Mm -hmm. um, I personally find it fun in the challenge. Um, and of course, I in in every setting that I can, I love being a healer. It's my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. So okay. it's the it's the go to. Good so that's you. my favorite to to play. Thanks. <laughs> nice. Okay. Do you I have any have that you just love to have at the table? Right, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. Because my favorite characters, like my favorite, <laughs> my favorite class of character is a player that plays their class in an unexpected fun way. Mm -hmm. I guess oh, that's yeah. a good way to put it. Like, I, 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 like I don't it. have a class that I'm like very attached to DM-wise, like, um, mechanically, I guess, or lore-based. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't have one of those that's like a favorite to plug in. Mm -hmm. Um, it's it's just fun by the individual. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. I I buy that line of reasoning. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Awesome. definitely. Yep. All right, Jonathan. Uh, dwarf is a class, right? <laughs> no, <Okay>. wrong, wrong <laughs> edition. <clears throat> wrong okay, edition. Cool. It's called cool, a forge cool. cleric, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be right. <clears throat> Fine. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Catherine. I, I love I love the cleric. I always have. I love the uh, the level of utility, and you know I can get up in somebody's face if I've got the right domain in my back pocket. I can laser beam if I want to. I, I love the the arc of uh, again. I'm a I'm a heroic play DM. And I'm a heroic play player, right? So um, it's actually kind of a split. I, if I had to be nailed down, which I am, to a, one a single class, it's definitely definitely cleric. But a close second is going to be paladin, right? Mm. That holy, um, at, not, and not a two dimension or not like a two dimensional character, right? Where it's like the goody two shoes. There needs to be some kind of like a conflict internal a struggle so like they're struggling with their faith right in a world yeah. where the gods are taking these really like there's a pillar of fire from heaven every single day you know mm -hmm. there's a the seas are getting parted every single day right even in the middle of that you're still struggling to understand the reasoning behind what they're doing and i mean there's so much depth that you can do, you can bring to a character 
with like the divine struggle, that metaphysical struggle that they deal with. And I mean, come on, get out of my face. A dwarven life cleric for the win every <laughs> single time, every single time. And you know what? It never gets old. I don't care what anybody says. Never gets old. Awesome. Um, All right. <laughs> uh, but if, if we're talking about uh, classes that I love at the table, I'm surprised by how many times and I don't see a wizard at the table like mm-hmm. very often anymore. And so, and yeah. I love wizards too. So I love to see those at the table because I like seeing a, a player come up with fewer fireballs and more utility spell type stuff that they do to get out of fixes as opposed to, you know, solving every single problem with a, with a, a, a with fire force damage or necrotic or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I love the utilitarianism again. I'm, I'm with you too, Zach. When it comes to utility, I love bards for their utility. I'm just, I'm an out of the out of the box kind of thinker whenever it comes to the, the play. So I really love to reward my players for, you know, telling me something other than I hit it with my sword yeah. every single round. You know, yeah. and, and I would say I'll, I'll butt in a little bit and say yeah, that um, to to join you in the idea. I think the the reason that I like utilities is because I'm a DM at heart, right? And I, I know, John, you talked about that on an early episode where you said yep. it's sometimes easy for you to get bored pl- being a player yep. and you want to be the DM, right? And yep. I think these utility characters allow – you don't get to take the reins, but your mind gets to stay active mm-hmm. through everybody's turn. And when you're a wizard, you're having to pick spells, which means that – and sometimes that you, you have a spell picked and then it gets to your turn and the player right before you messes it up, right? And you yep. have to pick a different one, right? Like that's the beauty of these classes that aren't just one note or yep. two notes when you have yeah. to play like half the orchestra. It's uh it's it it it's it's more engaging um at a yeah, level that I at on. least enjoy. Yeah. Yep, spot on. Right on. Yeah. Well, uh, for me, like as a as a player, I love the fighter. And mm. a lot of people are like, "What?" <laughs> it, as, as, it, it, to me, it goes back to the same thing. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Vanilla. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's good by itself, but you can add so much to it mm-hmm. and make it whatever you want. And that's how I look at fighters, especially in fifth edition. You have, you know, just in the in the the PHB, you've got the champion, you've got the battle master, you've got the you've got the eldritch knight. Completely different flavors. Um, you yep. can be that heroic. Because I'm I'm with I'm with John. I love being the big hero, mm-hmm. and you know, coming in to save the day. And that that mindset. You know, to me, it just lends it to the the guy in the armor with the sword and the shield, putting himself between, you know, the 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 big bad orc and the the citizen, the damsel in distress, or the or the or the kid in distress, or you know, whatever. And again, a close second for me is also the paladin. For the same say, reason, I was about to say, brother, can I hand you a pamphlet about the paladin today and, and see if I can <laughs> oh, change yeah, your yeah. mind? Right? No, no, <laughs> you have a moment to talk about the class yeah. of. <laughs> yeah, carry on, carry but, on, do tell. But you know, to me, it's I'm you know I'm so old school that you know I'm back from the days of paladin being a subclass of fighter. Hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I kind of just lump them into just another fighting type. 
Yeah, like Cavalier, yeah. right? Yeah, kind of like yeah. that kind of thing. Because my, my thing is, you know, if if my character is going to die in a game of D&D, I want it to be a glorious death. Mm. You know, yeah. I'm all about the, I'm going to stand on the bridge. You guys run. I'll hold them off, you know. <laughs> that, but that Gandalf is, was a wizard. A, I was about to say wizards did that, yeah. though. Mm. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm still with no, no. you, man. <laughs> did, that's different. He also carried a sword. Yeah, he that's was, true. He was a war mage. And yeah. I, that's that's a whole other that's a whole other after dinner yeah. topic. I I say Gandalf was not a a real wizard. Ooh. Oh, I Ooh. I agree. I agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm actually gonna being a a, a, a Tolkien lore nerd. Mm-hmm. That Gandalf is wizard in name only, right? Oh my gosh, I was. It's, it's, it's a. It's a. It's a. It's not a. It's more like a. It's more like a race <laughs> than anything for them. Anyway, that's anyway. exactly what it is. Anyway, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Okay, I, like, I, uh, revert, revert, revert. I, I digress. <laughs> my, uh, my Tolkien yeah. Tourette's just totally took over for a second there. Carry yeah. on. Uh, but yeah, the, the the fighter just just being that hero because you don't have to be the the big guy with the the huge battle action you can be an archer you can be mm-hmm. dex based you know you have mm-hmm. all these different things you can do with the most simple of classes and yeah mm-hmm. and definitely it it grinds my gears when people default to <laughs> i i swing my sword mm-hmm. i swing my sword <laughs> oh yeah do something else do yeah. do something <laughs> with it have fun with it do you know it's like Pick up the rock and smash the guy's head, or you know, yeah. But Legolas then it's a D four on your shield. Yeah, yeah fine. Exactly. That's a D four, man. I'm gonna waste that on. I could get an. I could get a D eight on my longsword. Yeah. Or pick, pick, pick like the brawler feet or something. Yeah. If you, oh, yeah. If, so there you go. Yep. Exactly. Because my favorite is just a plain old human fighter. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you get that feed at first level, you can take the brawler feed, or you know, whatever. You put all the little sprinkles on it you want. This, well, if we nothing just, else, we, we've just ahead, we've ahead. just had five minutes of somebody telling us why vanilla ice cream is great. I just want everybody <laughs> like vanilla <laughs> ice cream is the best ice cream out there. Fight me! <laughs> right, Change my mind. Five minutes. Like I didn't know anyone could talk about vanilla for five minutes though. Like that's you got vanilla, wow, five vanilla wafers. <laughs> Yeah, you got another five minutes. We can go. Yeah. Well, and you make a good you make a good point too, Troy. With it, like, mm-hmm. how about this? How about the other direction of not necessarily flavoring the vanilla with some caramel or some chocolate or something like that? But how about the other way around, right? But how about putting a little bit extra vanilla in your other class? Like, if you want to make your paladin extra crunchy, then add two levels of fighter. You want to make your rogue extra crunchy? Add two levels of fighter. Because, man, those first yep. two levels of fighter are sweet. They are easily, to me, the biggest gains for the first two levels out of just about any other class that's out there. Yep. You just, oh, yeah. well, even my cleric, my my typically my life cleric, will always dip into those two because he eventually becomes like an off tank anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Fight, fighters for the win. all right so we we had a we had a good little discussion about those that we love i'm going back to Catherine. who do you hate who do you despise i won't i won't try to back out of this one uh (laughs) 
Oh, gosh. I... I'm gonna say rogues, and here's why. Oh. Because... Mm. Because it is very restrictive as... Mm, it's There's a perceived restriction in the types of people you can be when you play a rogue. Mm. And okay. it, it limits people who are other... If they let it limit them. Mm -hmm. uh, it limits them... Even if they were creative and individual with, with other characters, it seems like it is much harder for, for someone to say, um, I am still a legit rogue if I act this way instead of that way. Mm. It's, can there be a lawful rogue, right? That's the... Right. Well, you beat me to it, right? I was going to yes. say that it's almost as if the class ties itself immediately to an alignment. Like, if you want to be this, now here's the alignment that you have. Here are your alignment choices that go along with it. Which is kind of right. what they did with, for the longest time, with Paladin, that they've mm -hmm. broken the mold on and said, whoa, 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 you don't have to be lawful good. Here are some other options, right? But it seems like the rogue is still kind of stuck in that scoundrel, scallywag uh, Chaotic, lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I got around that when I played a rogue. I only got to play her for, like, two sessions so i want to play her more but um i got around that by saying like she she learned rogue skills from like a friend who was real sketchy and into that stuff but she didn't end up following that way because her family went this way or like she moved away or something like that i don't exactly remember the details of that but like so she came away with those skills but not with that um upbringing or or background or mm -hmm. something like that so can, there's there's ways that. to get yeah. around it there's there is yeah the the there's a couple subclasses that come to mind that try to flavor the rogue as something other than a chaotic backstabber right the the yeah. scout and the mastermind both come into my mind as like these are attempting to give them their sneak attack dice for a different reason um mm -hmm. And yeah, you, just don't, you just don't see those, but you don't, right? Because because the mastermind isn't isn't one of the desirable mechanic wise classes, mm -hmm. and the scout is cool, but there's other things that do it better. So, right. Um, well, see, I try to look at like not just necessarily other other classes or subclasses that that mirror it, but looking at kind of look at pop culture. Argue that mm -hmm. Indiana Jones was a, was a rogue, right? And he was mm -hmm. he was like I. Now, granted, he's a little he's a little chaoticy in that I'd say he's chaotic good in that. Uh, not that we're going to sit here and have an argument over alignments now, um, but uh, I'd say that because <laughs> you know another, so. when you're a, when you're an, an archaeologist, the way that he does it, he's essentially a grave robber. So that's kind of a, a chaotic type thing, I guess. But that's not funny. he's not a he, ha he also has a sense of honor. He's not going out of his mm -hmm. way to to double cross anybody or backstab anybody or anything like that. Right. He has, his, granted it's his own personal code, but it's really in line with like the societal norms of don't be a jerk too. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And anybody that, you know, that, go, that comes at odds with some of the people that Indiana Jones has beaten up in, in his movies. I mean, you can't really argue with that either. So, I mean, <laughs> um, but if you think about like other, like what would you guys all consider 
what would you all consider other um, like pop culture icons being a rogue, right? So the obvious ones are like Gambit from the X-Men and Robin Hood of Loxley and things like that. But what are some other ones that are, are rogues that are noble rogues, right? I mean, Batman, but he still really plays into the stereotype. That's not, well, a, bad, that's uh, not a bad statement, the, though. Like, like, dark stereotype. No. Okay. What about uh, like Spider-Man? He's got the nimbleness. He's got the, you know, acrobatics. Uh, acrobatics. Well, I'm thinking more like along the lines of like stealth. his. You know, that's fair. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, why not? Right. Yeah, he's he's another. He's another. Yeah. That's hmm. a good like mechanic. You know, room. he he gets the he gets the sneak attack because of his unorthodox fighting style that that gives him that advantage <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah. And his and his one liners and quips and things like that. <laughs> Um, so I would I would throw out there. I mean, if we're we're talking about um, if we're talking about Lord of the Rings, right? Then the rogue of Lord of the Rings, right, is Legolas, and and I think that Legolas oh. is the is is the scout, right? In the sense of that's where I would place him. I'm not saying that he could you couldn't pitch me something else that I wouldn't also agree with. But I mm-hmm. think that he's the rogue of the party. He's the he's the forward person who's light on their feet. If you think about his weapons, he uses two short swords. It's it's that sort of Dexy combat. Um, so and 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 he's definitely the lawful character of that party, right? Of the of the nine, mm-hmm. he's one of the more like by the book. We have rules that we need to play by. Um, I can't get dirty. Yada yada yada. Sort of. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> According That's to the movies, he physically can't get dirty. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, I, I think of like other movies too, right? Think of like, uh, you guys ever watched the movie The Saint? I have oh, yeah. Kilmer in it, right? So Simon Templar would totally be a rogue, but he everything he there was a no there was a noble intent to to his thievery or to his, um, you know, the, essentially his methodology. All of it was, or the the method was revolved around the moral compass right oh, yeah robin hood yeah well I mean, yeah right yeah. robin hood would be like fighter rogi for sure mm-hmm. um or some other Sorry, ones i was thinking about no no you're good you're fine um it's kind of tough i mean like there are alan quartermain is another one that i thought about but that's kind of like again going back towards the pulp indiana jones yeah. pulp indiana jones type vibe right mm-hmm. but actually yeah. there are a lot of pulp pulp figures that would fall into into rogue that are not backstabby but again it's all about a, a, a personal moral compass right mm-hmm. that they follow they follow their own that's why that there's that's why i think rogue i mean look at the word the word rogue means to like to be <laughs> apart from the norm right to yeah. go rogue yeah. you know so i mean it's, it does i don't think it's that's not not necessarily a bad thing i think that maybe Catherine, you tell me if, if this is if i'm wrong or not but i guess the real rub is where they interpret rogue as um, like, what's the word? Like a um, a, just like a, a loose cannon, right? Or like somebody that you can't trust at all in the party mm-hmm. to keep from pilfering the thing that they shouldn't pilfer, uh, stealing something from the other gr- the members of the group, things like that, or getting people into trouble, that kind of stuff, right? Does that sound about right? Yeah. Right. It's yeah. It's a it's a combination of that and like, uh, having very similar motives as to why they are that way. Right. Mm-hmm. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Totally. yeah the, the loose cannon edgelord. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Which is fine in your party sometimes, but if what, you you're, don't like, if, like that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's a that's my worst. That's my least favorite to to DM for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I have it to play, but we can move on because we've been on this for like ten minutes. So I didn't <laughs> want to take up too much time. Well, I don't know. Well, who, who, what don't you like to play? Well, um, Ranger. Also, not probably why you're thinking. Uh, <laughs> um, ranger, just because I don't know what to do with a ranger. Um, mm. Maybe because I... the class kind of sucks. <laughs> she said not wa- not for the reason that she said. She specifically said that. Oh. Um, yeah, I. I'm just clarifying. I, it's it's cool. Uh, I know what to do to how to play a generic ranger like fairly believably, but um, rangers like I guess in the same way as to rogues, rangers kind of lend this very specific image in my mind, and mm-hmm. I don't know how to fill it out enough to make it unique. Um, you know, you get the person uh, in the woods with the bow, um, you know, maybe an animal companion. I didn't take that one with my ranger. Um, and, you know, you're supposed to be really good at all this survival stuff. I don't know any of that in real life, so I can't roleplay that very well. Um, so I can't specify. Right uh, so it just leads to a lot of generic statements. Um, yeah. So I well, guess I mean, if there was you tell me, yeah. can you can you play a fighter with the, with the, like, archery fighting style and take a background that's like a hermit or a woodland background with some and do f- flavor it with skills and it's right, pretty much the right. same thing that you were looking for in yeah. the, with a ranger it's anyway, just, right? It's just a spellless ranger, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's totally yeah. fair. Yeah. Jonathan, yeah. who do you hate? What do I hate? Okay, so what do I hate playing, man? Um, the ranger. I mean, that was the, that's actually the one that I was going to go with, but if I, if I didn't say ranger, I've actually had a, a lot of trouble with warlock. Uh, playing that one in the past. I know that a lot of people love Warlock, and I'm not knocking it as a class. For me, I just have a hard time um, with the art, the role play aspect of a. Again, for the the same reason why I love cleric is the, one of the reasons why I have a hard time with Warlock with having a patron that is faceless, doesn't really do anything. I have to create a connection with this this, this thing. Um, and like make like make it work like why 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 is it my patron there's so much heavy lift that I have to do to make it to justify the connection there in the first place uh, and then from like from a non RP perspective too the spell casting is is wonky it could it's hit or miss you know sometimes it's really great that you replenish all of your slots after a short rest if you get short rests on a, on the regular if not then you really really have to be careful about casting those incredibly invaluable and uh, uh, um, resource poor spell slots, right? Yeah. So that's I think that's the one that I've, I have trouble playing. But again, I mean, I can't say anything either because I I, I run so often. I don't I don't play the, the player the classes very often myself. So yeah. well, and you know the the fifth edition design philosophy is that there's going to be a fifth there's going to be a short rest after every encounter, right? That's what they said. Mm-hmm. That's what they say with their with their design for the game is that they plan on that. So mm-hmm. if it's played as designed, I think the warlock is pretty cool. But you're mm-hmm. absolutely right that if if you're running at a table or you're playing at a table where 
you're going to have three encounters or you're doing a dungeon crawl where you're going to, you know, it's encounter after encounter after encounter. Mm. It gets hard to justify we need to rest all the time right, to get our warlock. The warlock becomes the person who slows your party down at that point. Um, Well, and the other thing, too, is like with the warlock, Eldritch Blast is so good that it's really hard not to button mash that thing. In combat, yep. yeah. Yep. Like, what do you do? Eldritch Blast. What do you do? Rinse and repeat. Eldritch Blast. Here, let me flavor this a little bit bo- uh, differently. Uh, butterflies come out this time. I do my Eldritch Blast. Um, okay. Next, <laughs> next turn. <laughs> like, so yeah. it's the same, same thing. It's over like and over the again. fighter. It's like the fighter. You're button mashing. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, hit, hit with sword. Hit with sword. Right, but there's like at least with, like uh, in my mind when I'm thinking of fighter. Because when you said that, I was like, yeah, yeah, totally. I'm more of an acrobatic fighter where they're doing some twists and some turns and stuff like that. Maybe if you looked at a warlock as a pistolier, maybe you could do a little bit more with it. Where they're doing some like trick shooting type stuff. I don't know. It just it seems like to me again, it's like playing uh, an MMO and just hitting one over and over and over again on my hotkeys. You know, mm-hmm. bam, 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 yeah. bam, doing the same thing to, to drop the the bad guy next, rinse and repeat, and then all of the stuff that you would normally use for utility spells for as like a wizard during combat to not just fireball and not just magic missile over and over again. You really have to be super judicious about which one that you choose and when you're going to actually cast it. Because, again, to Zach's point, even though the design philosophy may have been a short rest after every single one, that's that's the exception to me. And every not only in the stuff that I've run, uh, but in the stuff that I've played in, it's usually more like every second or third combat is when we're going to end up doing a short rest, maybe. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because because as players and as people players at the game players of the game we don't like the idea that every encounter starts at full health and full resources right sure even yeah. if mm-hmm. as players we want to not be on death's door when we enter that combat we love yep. the idea that there's a variety to the stakes and to our inventory and to our abilities and we wouldn't want that even if it was a thing that our DM was offering right mm-hmm. right it, it, it does make me miss the encounter power though. Mm-hmm. I mean, justifying a one-hour rest, which is essentially what they are, right? We're talking about when it, we're talking about anything that replenishes after a short rest. It's really they they kind of took the fourth edition mechanic of the encounter power, yep. and then they stretched it just enough so that they didn't have to call it. A, they kind of rebranded it so they didn't have to call it a, yeah. an encounter power anymore. I Ka- do miss those. Catherine's looking a little confused, so I'll, I'll help her. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, <laughs> encounter powers in in fourth edition were you this. You got this ability in your class that you could use once every encounter, and it refreshed mm-hmm. as soon as you went out of initiative, right? Huh. Uh, yeah, it, you had okay. you had at wills that you mm-hmm. can like your cantrips. Mm-hmm. You use them all the time. You have your encounters, which you can use once per encounter, and then you had a daily. You got it once in your day, and that was it. Mm-hmm. You had to take a long rest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. So you're exactly right, John. That's what. That's what. They redefined it as to get to make it less game mechanicy and mm-hmm. feel more actually in world. Sure. Well, no, no I kind of feel stingy because, like in my campaigns, I only allow two short rests per day. Mm-hmm. Same here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so, I see that. And then, then try to figure out how could I put three and four encounters in. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, now what are you gonna do? Yeah. Get now, that egg ta- ready. <laughs> the egg ready. Get that egg ready. Yeah. Now, if we're if we're talking if we're talking about the the classes that uh, a class that I I don't like running, that's easier for me, right? Uh, okay. Barbarian. It's barbarian. Barbarian to- totem of the bear is just 
Look, if you li- if you like playing it, and if you're playing it, I'm not mad at you, like one bit. But player, take advantage, full advantage of that class, and I ain't gonna be mad at you one bit. But that thing is so cheese, like so- like it, I, I should not have to be able to sink four hundred thousand hit points into a player because they can resist everything except for psychic damage, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just insufferable. But look, yeah. I love the player. I'm just I'm I'm uh, I'm complaining about the game right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, feel you. Feel you. <laughs> Zach, nice. Mm. Who do you hate? Uh, yep. So I'm gonna give you. I'm tempted. Um. So I'll I'll talk about the the one that I hate to play. Um, okay. I'll, I'll name two really fast. The first one is monk. Mm, yeah. Um. And I'll, huh. it's a really unfortunate reason that for me right i hate that most magic items in the game are going to be worthless to me yep right okay. it, that doesn't really matter to the, the the flavor of the class i understand that but this is a game where we 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 kick down the door we get we kill stuff and we get loot at its heart mm-hmm. right again we we are all moving into this role play thing and we all love that but at its heart it's still that's the system and this is a class that says oh well you don't need any of that you just use your fists and your you 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 wear a turban and or a, or a um not a turban but a um a gi a gi yes thank you and you uh you run around and fight and you can't wear any sort of armor and you don't use any weapons and you don't have any shields and whatever it's like okay well the 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 reward at the end is nearly worthless now right so that would be, th- but the one that the one that I am most disappointed by because I really monk wouldn't be my choice flavor anyways. The one that I'm disappointed by is the druid mm-hmm. because because to me the druid has so much promise, but it's hamstrung by the thought that you always need to be able to wild shape in every mm-hmm. subclass, right? Yeah. I yeah. love that there is a wild shape option with some classes, but it would that class would be so much better, and I would prefer it so much more if if there were options that didn't have a wild shape and that expanded my spell casting opportunities, right? Um, make it a full caster option, or if you want a wild shape, your spell list or your spell slots per day are reduced. And I would love mm. that class a lot, but it basically sends you down one road, which is wild shape that I'm not that excited about. Um, so those are my, those are the two that I love to, that I, I, right I don't love to play. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can, well, I can kind of, I, I definitely agree. Like the, the, for the, for me, like the monk, I, I, I mean, I like the idea of it kind of, but it's like, You've you've taken this bastardized pseudo Asian flavored thing <laughs> and shoved it amongst uh, a bunch of character classes that it doesn't fit with, and then it's like ta-da! And everybody plays it or tries to play it. Seems like that's with that. Asian, that pseudo-Asian influence to the character when you, you know, you don't have that. That's not really been well represented yet, at least in the world of D&D. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, see, was I, I like 
I like the and see I'm I'm kind of a maybe I'm the weirdo in the group then, but I've always loved like um I love Eastern martial arts fighting styles, uh wushu, kung kung fu, wing chun, I like I, I old mm. I mean, come on. Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Jet Li. Bah, 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 bah. I, mean, I can go on this all day long. I love those. And I, and I know that it's hard to find a westernized fantasy setting like we've got so far. And maybe that's part of the problem is that we just don't have a setting that it really – where it blossoms. But I don't think that's really right. what bothers me the most about Monk. Monk just seems like there's a ton of stuff going on in it. But it's like the Monk has become the new bard, right? Mediocre at a bunch of stuff. Instead of like yeah. finding, instead of saying, okay, look, here's the core stuff that we want to focus on, and then let's hone in more on in this direction or that direction, or maybe not even call it monk, like brawler, martial artist. Because one thing that I yes. feel like they missed out on, what we talked before about a feat dedicated to unarmed combat, shouldn't even be there. You should, or maybe it should, right? I'm not going to argue that necessarily, but like a brawler, like a tavern brawler, or a guy yeah. that's just. Like he's the fessic. I don't use my hands. I'm not the. I'm not the. Uh, it's not my fault. I'm the biggest and the strongest. I, you know. I don't even exercise. That's there, that yeah. guy, right? There's a reason that the pugilist <laughs> class on the DMs Guild is one of the most purchased classes, right? Yep. It's because yep. it's the thing that's missing. Um, is the yep. brawler class. Um, yeah. I like. I, I like that. Uh, the gangs of New York style fisticuffs brawler. Yeah. Exactly. Like you yeah, said, yeah. pugilist. I love that. Yeah. Um. So the ones that so. I rack my brain trying to think about ones that I hate to run for, right? And I'm not going to back out. Um, <laughs> Catherine didn't, so I'm not. Um, but <laughs> but I'm going to be very specific. Ranger and Rogue. Um, mm-hmm. For two very specific reasons. Um, I don't like to run Rogue Squashbucklers, and I don't like to run Gloomstalker Rangers. <laughs> okay because those are two classes that are built around you can't touch me mm. yeah um and and to me that is so such so, such counterproductive to the point of the game right if your whole thing is built around negating all risk then then to me what's the, to, yeah, what's to the me point? what's the point right. right and and i maybe that's your fun right and and i don't want to crap on your fun but now we're, if we're talking about things that i hate to run right mm-hmm. i hate to not be able to touch your character for four hours right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, and i think that like if we're to, not to like put words in your mouth but for me i agree with you and the reason why it is for me is not necessarily like look i need to be able to hit you at least once in four in the next four hours to make me feel better about myself but rather i need to be able to create some level of of uh, strain of tension. and tension, yeah. and I, I can't do that for you. So you're you're playing in God mode, and I don't know how you can have fun doing that. And I, w- I want to be able to produce that for you. You know, well, I don't know if that makes sense right. or not. I'll go out on a limb here, and I typically avoid. I guess maybe I'm wrong, and maybe you guys will tell me I'm wrong. But I typically avoid saying things like this. But I'm going to say it's bad design, and I'm going to I'll back that up by saying that. If you if, if somebody brings a Gloomstalker or a Swashbuckler to my table, what eventually happens? I stop engaging with that character in a combat, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you I can't yeah. hit you? Then my guys aren't going to try. They're going to go attack the other people, right? Yeah. So, so a class by its very nature that requires me to ignore that character for a combat mm-hmm. 
doesn't do anything for your fun at the table, right? For anyone's fun mm-hmm. at the table. Um, and, and what I have found in Adventures League play and convention play is that um, those players sometimes get frustrated, right? Well, why aren't you attacking me, right? Mm-hmm. Why would I? Why would I, yeah. right? And <laughs> it's, it's this disconnect between what they want is that tension, right? Or they want engagement, but they're, but they're, but that's the whole point of the, the subclass is to remove engagement. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think you're, you said the same, maybe you're, I think you're just saying the exact same reason why I'm frustrated with Barbarian then. You know, it's yeah. like, I, it's like, I, I'm giving you all of the attention now. And no matter, mm-hmm. even if I give you all of the attention, it's not doing anything. And I'm not creating any additional tension for it. Well, because, yeah, if you, if you take what, what Zach said to his logical conclusion, okay. I've got five people at the table. I can't hit one. The bad guys now focus on the four. Mm, yeah, oh, look, I've dropped the four. Mm-hmm. Now all the remaining bad guys are going to pummel you. Yes. Mm-hmm. The the uh, so. the thing, though, with, you, with your Barbarian, John, and I agree with you to some extent, certainly, um, but I can... I can adjust damage to make it slightly more nerve wracking for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can, I can buff. I can say, well, these guys have a long sword instead of a short sword, and yada yada yada, right? Mm-hmm. I can make it a little bit deadlier just by tiny tweaks. But when I'm rolling to hits out in front of you, I can't reasonably make it more. Like I can't add ten to an attack roll in tier one, right? Mm-hmm. There's no way for me to 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 bump that up a lot and be to be fair right um so that like like we're in the same vein you're exactly right like yeah. it's 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 still a lack of engagement but i find it easier to just bump up damage a little bit to get them sweating somewhat um well I'm, also you know go ahead, go ahead well the only other thing i was going to say is also i love to when that barbarian comes into the party and really it's any barbarian but bear totem mm-hmm. is exactly the main one um that's when condition effects come in swinging right uh, because right. i don't care that you can't take any damage if i paralyze you right yep. <laughs> or i or i stun you <laughs> and i get to wail on you with advantage we're gonna fish for crits we're gonna do xyz right we can do things that make you a little bit nervous with conditions even if you're mm. resistant to every type of damage well that's what i was gonna say is like when it, when it's when there's encounter design I have to be more specific about the party instead of a generic encounter at that point, right? Yep. I want to make sure that I put something in there that is going to require wisdom saves and de- and intelligence saves, if possible, or charisma saves, any of the the, the three mentals, yep. right, in order to take care of, of the barbarian or whoever it is, right? And then – so then at that point, though, now you have, you're customizing it specifically for – it's like there's one person out there that's – that's out there for you for yes. the bar that's out there for the barbarian out there for the the yeah. rogue and for the ranger right yeah it almost makes it it makes it like a little almost obvious it's like oh you put that one in there just for me didn't you yes i did and you're welcome it's yeah. the only thing that's the only thing i know to do i had a yeah. i have a tiny 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 story about a barbarian a to- bear totem barbarian that i ran tier three al adventure for mm-hmm. um one of these people who could not die right um mm-hmm. I banished him for an entire combat. That's oh, oh, wow. amazing. So, so there, that's that's beautiful because there's no way, like against a high level spellcaster, there's no way that a barbarian is getting out of a charisma save anytime soon mm-hmm. when they're stuck there. You know, it's like, well, you're there until you roll an eighteen, right? Like, yeah. 
<laughs> what? Well, the other the other way that I get around it too is I take advantage of the the, the rage limitations. If I can keep them from hitting something or attacking something for a round, yeah. then their rage goes away. That mitigates it, right? So uh-huh. depending on who they're fighting against, if they're if they're savvy enough or intelligent enough tactically, because I've really tried my best to play the monsters the way that the monsters actually should behave instead of every single dog having or every wolf that they fight being have my brain in it, you know. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I'm some kind of genius, but I try, I try to I try I try to play it like that so that if they're so smart enough to know better, it's like, oh, well, I know how to take care of you. I'm just gonna I'm gonna strafe for a little while. I'm actually, I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna kite you over here and not let you get anywhere near me. And then whenever you drop. When your when your rage drops, then I'm gonna come in like a hammer, and I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna bludgeon you to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I I'm I'm gonna shock everybody and uh, and 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 let you know that uh, the one I hate to run for at my table is oddly enough bards. Uh-huh. Oh wow! Um, and, yeah. And, Sad. And, and and here's the story. Who here's hurt you story. as a child? It hurt me as a child. As a young DM. No, uh, point, point on the loot where the bad man touched you. Yeah. Troy. yeah, Right right here. Right in the strings. <laughs> it was uh, the second year, or the the, the, the year that 5th uh, uh, edition released. Um, went to Gen Con. Was running Adventurers League. And it was the first epic. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, corruption at Crypt Garden, and I was—I ba- uh, don't even remember what they called us now. I think I think it was a captain, but I was in charge of, I think, nine tables. Mm. And at that certain time, you know, in the module when the dragon when, when uh, uh, Cloggy Leomatar shows up and goes from table to table, we were. The dragon. We also ran information back and forth to HQ, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm going around. I'm attacking these people with 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 the dragon, going from table to table. I landed a table, and uh, it was a young lady that was sitting there. And I don't know if uh, if she'd been playing for very long. Um, she seemed she seemed like a new player, and so of course I have to pick on the new people to kind of you know to get them like you know into it right. So I come swooping in and I'm like, and the the the, the ancient green dragon's maw opens up and it is going to bite you. And I roll my <laughs> roll my dice and I think I and I rolled horribly, but the, the but the bonus was so high, I beat her armor class by one. And so I come in and I'm like, I got my mouth wide open and I'm going to, I mean, me, Troy, has his mouth wide open and I'm, <laughs> I'm acting like I'm going to bite her head. And the bard goes, no, wait. And he rolls his little dice. He goes, add four to your armor class. And it's like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> so, you know, nice. he foiled my attempt at a snack. I go on, and I think, like, the next time that I came back, he did, like, something very similar, 
on somebody else. Spoiled my whole attack twice. And then later on that weekend, <laughs> I had people sitting at my at my uh, regular adventure tables, um, hitting with all kinds of different things, messing up my die rolls or increasing their armor class. And it's like, ugh! It was so, I mean, it was so frustrating. I gave out yeah. so much inspiration that weekend. It was, it was really funny. <laughs> well, it's one of those things, I right? <sighs> like the, um, like the, uh, as much as I love Critical Role, the Grave Domain Cleric, right, is now getting mm-hmm. so much play because its ability to negate crits and Critical Role yeah. kind of showing that off, right? Um, mm-hmm. Same type of thing, right? Where yeah. you're, you're stealing my fun. <laughs> You stole, you stole my thunder. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, a buddy of mine that played a, a bard, he he ran the bard intentionally to grief me, and he mm-hmm. called it grief bard. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. grief yeah. bard. Mm-hmm. It's like just to All be bards as are uh, grief bards. Yeah, the, the, to be as annoying to the DM as absolutely possible. Mm-hmm. Which he had another player that didn't do it intentionally, uh, but I found out very quickly how much uh, how annoying the diviner wizard was. Mm-hmm. Really, really quickly. When we well, and we had to do some, we had to figure some things out on when the roles could be done and or when the roles could be swapped and things like that. Like how far ahead uh, and things like that. You couldn't do it after the role had already been rolled, uh, been revealed, right? Uh, so, but what that ended up doing is it kind of broke up. I ended up having to break up the play a bit, where I'd have to say I'd roll and I'd wait, mm-hmm. and then okay, and now I can go right. Dramatic yeah, pause. Okay. All right, cool. And then go and go with yeah. it, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. I feel your pain. I do. Yeah. <laughs> so on the on the for for the next question, is there is there one that you uh, love to hate? Because for me, I'm going to switch it around, and I hate to love the bard. I mean, come on, that's just cool. <laughs> Being able to mess with the DM like that. On the player side of things, I've not actually ever had the chance to play one, mm. but I so would. Mm. I would hope I would not play it as a grief bard, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just like what you know, Zach said earlier. It's like all the different things they can do, all the different ways they can be utilized. It, mm-hmm. They're just a, a, an awesome class. Just don't play one at my table. I'll, I'll I'll dive right on top <laughs> with you and say the um, the class classes that I hate to love. Um, I'll, I'll I'll follow that train and say it's the bard and the warlock. Um, okay. Both of them are because I feel like these are actually not full classes. They are really really good for for levels one to five. Mm-hmm. They're really that. That's where the meat of the class is. We were just talking about this yesterday. A couple of us were, but like Warlock gets mm-hmm. all their cool stuff at level one, and then the rest of their cool stuff at level three, right? Yep. Um, same yeah. thing is true with Bard, right? They are so front heavy that what I find when I play is that I almost always pick one of those two as my starting class. And if I don't, mm-hmm. I'm always looking at them to multi-class into just because I love them that much, right? But then right. by the time I get five levels, I'm like, there's nothing else I care about after this. It's very much like all the cool stuff is here. And then we then maybe like like Warlock gets something really cool at 14th level. So I have to wait nine levels from five to 14 to get something that I care about again, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that would be my thing is like, I love these two classes. I love the Warlock. I think it's a, it's a, such a unique class 
setup design from a from a mechanicals perspective, especially mm-hmm. the I've got I've got to shout out the brilliance of having two um, trees of selection in the patron and the packed boon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because effectively what they gave us was nine subclass options from the get-go with this class, right? Three three patrons and three packed boons equals nine different flavors, right? Um, right. It's so so cool. And the invocations are really cool too. So so they knew what they were doing and I appreciate all that. But again, we get it all up front and it's it's frustrating later on. Mm-hmm. Totally fair. Totally fair. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got one that I would I don't hate to love, love to hate. I've got one that I want to love. How's that? Yeah, right. I'm good with that. Is that cool? That. It's the monk. I'm gonna go back to it again. I really want the monk to work. I really do. Yeah. Again, I love I love the Eastern I love Eastern vibe. I love Eastern martial arts philosophies and stuff like and again, going back to like all the kung fu flicks that I watched when I was a kid and, and uh, you know, I want to be able to play Bruce Lee. Um, but it just doesn't seem like there's but a lot there to be able Bruce to do Lee. it in. Yeah. It's not, well, it's not right. Exactly. Well, and yeah. the, even the monks that they've kind of got in there are kind of milk toast. Um, I know, what, I understand what they were trying to go with and it just didn't work out. Unfortunately, I want to love it. I'm hoping that it's, and they, they also, you can kind of tell they don't really get a lot of love in any of the additional material that's out there. People don't really look to them to create additional subclasses and to kind of to, to fix what's, I hate to say broken, but the, all the, to tighten up the loose nuts that are in the in that class, it really could be good. It re- I think it really could. I just think it was a it was yeah. a swing and a miss. So, oh yeah, I am struggling with this one. I <laughs> uh, hate to love. I think I'm gonna say barbarians, and I you know going along with my you know my usual outlook and theme of the night from a from a character like role play etc perspective mm-hmm. um i think that there are several <laughs> there are several barbarian tropes that are way overused but i can't not think they're hilarious like oh, yeah. i'm like i know yeah. I know that this is the same, you know, it's the same barbarian reskinned. It's still funny, like every time. So, <laughs> I guess I guess that's the closest thing I have to something I I hate to love is like it's it's just as it can feel just as pigeonholed as a rogue, but I think it's funny, so it's okay, and I'm like <laughs> It's <"Love."> excusable because <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I've seen two barbarians who don't fall into that. And both of those are really interesting characters. Uh, one of them is, um, one of them is her. Her rage is, uh, well, she plays on my Discord. Her rage is not like red-eyed, like frothy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, it is just super sharp focus. She still sees red, but but it, it it's like a lock on target moment. Rather than mm. the usual thing that you see where it's like seeing red and then just recklessly going for it. And mm. it's really interesting flavor. And um, so, she, so she turns into the Terminator. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. No, I like yeah. that. Yeah, cool. Or could yeah, we say really that like... uh, John Wick? Mm. John Wick is a barbarian. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A barbarian? So, 
Yeah, why not? Mm, I'll have to think on that one. Go ahead. Sorry about that. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> um, That's a thinker. Yeah, and and she's very uh, some like nervous and quiet and stuff like that when she's not raging. So it's really that's really interesting. And then the other one was, of course, um, was of course the same character we referenced last episode, Vera. Oh, cool. Mm. That was very interesting take on a barbarian. The zealot barbarian is a really cool alternative flavor for that class, right? Mm-hmm. The, the the idea of a divine mm-hmm. follower. Mm-hmm. That. Um, the zealot, of course, is cool. Um, I was going to point out, kind of as we're approaching the tail end to this, I don't know what else you have in mind, Troy, but I was going to point out that there is one class that we have yet to mention. Uh-oh. And out of all 12 classes, 13 if you count the artificer, but we're not. Um, <laughs> if you count it, <laughs> if you, if you talk, look at the 12 classes, there's one that nobody's mentioned, and I think that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it says something bad for the class that the sorcerer mm-hmm. w- was not hated or loved or hated to love or loved to hate by anyone mm-hmm. here. And I feel like that that pretty much tells me that it's a ho-hum class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, That's fair. I don't see it as ho-hum. I just, it's not on the top of my list. Well, that's what I mean, I guess. But it's it's not not on the bo- that's what I mean. Yeah, it's it, like, it's, it's, it doesn't hit the extremes. Um, it's like middling, I, and I guess to yeah. uh, let let me backtrack one moment on my you know my hate for the bard. Um, <laughs> I wanted to, since since some of you had two in your loves and hates, uh, I wanted to add it like a, a a part two to that in druids, and hmm. just because I am, I, I agree there there needs to be more to the druid than just shape shifting. You know, stop. You know, every every druid that comes to to my table is is you know all about the moon, all about wild shape, wild shape, wild shape, wild shape. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's so it's to me it's just so redundant. I mean, yeah, okay, it's fun, it's cool, but it's redundant. There's so much more out there that you can do with that class. Kind of like you know the fighter. If you if if your mindset is I'm just a fighter with armor and a sword and shield and I swing and that's what all I do. It's boring, mm-hmm. and it seems like it's just boring that every time someone plays a druid, that's that's the only thing that they think of is what can I wild shape into? Yeah, well, it would kind of would have been nice if they'd taken wild shape and then they treated it a little bit like the cleric with their uh, their uh, the channel divinity. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Where it's it's a it's a yeah. thing that can be used for something else. It's just, it's just another resource, yep. and then mm-hmm. everybody can wild shape, or if, depending on what path you end up taking. You could do something else with it. Yeah, you know? and uh, I think that to, to, to Zach's point, which somehow kind of led me to the druid, but uh, to uh. Zach's point about the sorcerer, um, I think the issue with the sorcerer, is, at least you know in the PHB, the one that everybody went with was you know the draconic bloodline, and that got boring real fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you've got you know the wild sorcerer, which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's it can be a little too crazy and disruptive and and whatever else. So people steer clear of that, and yep. I, I I don't think that they've. You know what the best sorcerer subclass is? Yeah, wild sorcerer. I just said it. No, it's wizard. <laughs> <laughs> you, you funny guy. Yeah, yeah. There's oh man. There's there's 
I mean, do you want to play? Do you want to play a locked down wizard? Play a sorcerer, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. If you want to play a one note wizard, play a sorcerer. Um, yeah. That's really, and, and as much like I think it's a cool class flavor wise, and I've got a cool sorcerer in one of my games. So uh, props to them for making it really cool. Um, but and, and I'm not saying I hate it. I'm just saying that all of us put it in the middle. Yeah. Which to me is not a good sign because the good sign of the bard, right, is that it's high and low, right? It inspires <laughs> the and the lowest. It inspires an emotion, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of these classes that you a lot of us had some classes as high and other people had them as low. It kind of was the swing thing, right? That's good. That it has something there. When we have this class that's in the middle, what is it doing for anybody? Now, this is only four people, so maybe maybe if we had a fifth person in here, it would have been their favorite thing. Um, right. But. Well, I know that my fifteen year old loves Wild Sorcerer. And yeah. Anybody that <clears throat> I, we we played at uh, at Origins last year, and it was the, we I love telling the story of me like constantly. He was fourteen years old, Wild Sorcerer. He was everything you didn't want at the table. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna wild surge every single spell. I'm like, dude, please stop. Oh, I love you. You're going to like you're gonna piss <laughs> off everyone at this table. You're killing me, son. But what ended up happening with it? This is like a sidebar uh, story with this was that I, I spent the entire <laughs> the entire time like suppressing his the, the fun element of it for him, right? For fear of angering other people at the table. At the end of the ta- at the end of it though, I think like two or three tables in, they're like, I'm like, man, he went up to go and use the restroom or something. I'm, like, I'm sorry, man. Sorry about my kid. You know, he's just he's excited, and they're like, what are you talking about, man? He's having fun. It's fine. Just let him let him do it. Do let's he's having a good time. <laughs> We're having a good time. It's fine. And of course, I felt like such a complete jerk dad. Like, oh, I'm sitting here <laughs> telling my kid that he can't be who he was meant to be, and that he was supposed You're to be a, a wild sorcerer. <laughs> Exactly. It's like mandatory fun. This is the way that we do it. I have, I, it's, everything is scheduled. It's on the syllabus. Didn't you read that on the way here? No. Oh, you're killing me. Yeah. So I felt awful. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I'm a fan of the Wild Sorcerer. I have a, I, somebody found it on the internet, uh, a, a result table of 10,000 different wild surges. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, and some of them are just like, oh, I can't believe that just happened. Yeah, so that's that's a lot of fun. Nice. That's a lot of fun. That's cool. Well, does anybody have any uh, any other classes or, or subclasses or anything else you want to? Well, I don't know that I story about. I don't know that I really feel like we have to do anything in depth about them, but I do want to give out to the a shout out to the artificer and to the blood hunter as two like both of them are like we'll call them one-off classes but -hmm. i think that both of them have really great flavor they have they're really inspired and the mechanics are unique so as much as we didn't really cover them and i tried to keep them they're too new for me to be able to rank very well um i think that they're gonna find their way towards the top of the list Mm -hmm. i agree Mm -hmm. i agree I think it's going to be interesting. I I kind of wonder if Artificer might be at the bottom of mine, but I think that's purely because of its um, tinkery, technologic sort of bent and how I enjoy my worlds. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what people, yeah, how how that plays out on a bigger scale. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Cool. Yeah. And I'll just say this before we before we kind of end it. Um, if we're talking about classes and new classes, I just want to put a shout out there. Uh, Dwarf class 2021. Mm. Go Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There yeah. it is. I said it. I, I said it. Only I put if we have a time machine. Yeah, only right, if we get a time machine. I, yeah. Name it, name yeah. it and claim it. Name it and claim it. Name I've it and claim it. I've got a red box for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, all right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for thanks for uh, to everybody on the on the panel here to join. Um, you guys that are listening, put uh, leave us some comments. Tell us what do you who do you love and who do you hate, and who mm. do you love to hate. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'd be interested in uh, seeing what your takes. Is anybody out there just in love with the sorcerer? to refute Zach's uh, mm. ideas. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but uh, for uh, for Zach, Jonathan, and Catherine, I'm Troy, and I uh, want to wish everybody a, a good night. Stay safe and game on. We'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Stay safe. Bye. <laughs>